0: That's right. Once a month, we get a chance to sit down with Mayor Duggan and open up our phone lines. Any questions that you have for Mayor Duggan, including like the street light at the end of my block doesn't work, <laughs> he has been known to arrange yes. repairs yes. within 24 hours. It's kind of a meshing of the mayor's office and the handyman show.
1: Is that a bucket truck?
0: <laughs> wow. 877 44 Mitch, our phone numbers. And here is the mayor of the city of Detroit, Mike Duggan. Hello, yeah. sir. Well, we still have a goal to, to, to solve one of your constituent complaints before we get off the air. Yes, well, you usually manage to solve more than one. I, I, I've seen you fix potholes, broken uh, traffic signals, and lights all in a single show. So, uh, and this is a, a little earlier than you're usually on. Usually you join us in the 6 o'clock hour, but you're going to have to adjust your schedule now because we've moved our show up an hour, so we're now 4 to 6. 6. So uh, if you show up at six, uh, you'll be on Sports Wrap. I feel I feel like I'm in a parallel
2: universe because I already talked to Paul W. Smith at noon, and I couldn't get over that one.
0: Yeah, that's got to be weird. Yeah, uh, it's got to be weird for Paul. uh, He's more like a vampire seeing the light (laughs) for the first time. I, I, I heard he was melting a little bit. Actually, I uh, want to of bite shut. your neck. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's, it's very weird to say good afternoon to him after 25 years.
0: That's true. That's true. Uh, well, you can say good morning to Guy Gordon now. Uh, our go. phone numbers to talk to the mayor are 877-44-Mitch. Any question that you've got, you can pose to him. And uh, I want to start by, by uh, saluting you for being a mayor who is a champion of cash, or at least of, of a city that's champion of cash, because for a stretch there, um, businesses in Detroit, which started, I guess, during the pandemic, were not taking cash, and uh, particularly food places. And I've been in a few of those where it's kind of frustrating, especially if you want to buy like a $3 item, yeah. and it's like, no, we only take credit cards. We don't take cash of any kind. And the city council actually passed an ordinance requiring businesses to accept cash, because let's face it, there there are a lot of people in our city who don't have credit cards or, or don't want to use their credit cards or, or their debit cards for it. Were you in favor of that decision? I was, and I thought Angela Calloway, the city
2: council member from the northwest side, took the lead on that, and I fully supported her. And uh,
0: and there really wasn't a lot of controversy. Council I think was unanimous on it. Mm, yeah, and does that go into effect immediately?
2: Um, I, I don't know what the uh, actual uh, timeline is. Is some uh, limited period that any ordinance takes
0: effect? But it'll be pretty soon.
1: Does that count the stadiums too? Because I know last time I went to the baseball game, I
2: couldn't use right. cash.
0: Oh yeah, does, yeah does no, that that count- the, st- n- it was like not. It wasn't yeah. going to mean anything if it didn't count the stadiums, yeah, right? Nobody's immune.
2: Really, you can't use cash at the stadium. No. Though? Yeah, no, 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 no. That was the, no. that's exactly that's or where a, a lot of
0: people were complaining really? about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Uh, apparently uh, you, you you have not bought a about beer about <laughs> at a baseball game <laughs> recently mayor he's a busy guy <laughs> does that mean someone's buying the beers for you <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can't use cash
0: <laughs> yeah no the stadiums were that they were some of the biggest uh violators of that and that's not going to be the case anymore so but even homeless that's people if you think
1: about it they they bake up for a few bucks to get a meal and then yeah. they can't buy one
0: right can't go in and buy one because nobody takes cash yeah um you're not speaking from experience, are you? Ed? No. <laughs> okay. Eight seven seven forty four. Mitch to talk to Mayor Duggan. Let's go to the phone lines. Mark, you're on the Mitch Album program. Go ahead.
1: Hey, Mitch. Uh, hey, Mayor. Thank you so hey, much. How are you? Uh, great. Uh, you got Roselawn fixed within a week. You know. Glad yeah, to hear it. Years. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're doing
2: such a great job. God, I can't. Best thing that ever
0: happened to Detroit. Well, I, I
2: felt bad what you went through when I ran ran it down. Uh, you had slipped through a crack that that really shouldn't have happened. So I'm glad they got it fixed.
0: So this was this was a result of a call to our show. Yes,
2: yeah. sir. Yes, sir. Oh, great.
0: All right, so th- um, your, your tax dollars at work, <laughs> there you go. i really Tell, glad when hey, somebody calls back when it got fixed. The Yeah, no, that's really nice. Rain. Mark, just for, for, for edification <laughs> of the listeners who, who didn't, weren't listening when you were on, what was the problem that you had and what got fixed?
1: Oh, it would flood. Every time it rained, the whole street would be totally flooded for, for weeks on end.
0: It would just flood. And mayor, what did you find? What did you end up finding uh, well, out that was that we were able to fix? I called. I called.
2: I called Gary Brown, who does an outstanding job as our water department director, and he said that can't be true. We've been in that area. He called me back the next day, and he says, "I'm so embarrassed. We should have gotten to this uh, block a long time ago. We'll get it fixed right away." So, oh. uh, the call was really helpful. Wow. Mm-hmm. There you eight. go.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, here's proof. Oh, I promise we did not set that call up. <laughs> uh, but we appreciate it, Mark. Thank you for that. 877 44 Mitch. Phil, hi. You're on the Mitch Album program with Mayor Duggan. Anybody who's got a question for the mayor of any kind, you can give us a call at 877 44 Mitch. Go ahead, Phil.
2: Hey, good evening, gentlemen. Uh, good afternoon. Um, bicycle lanes in Rouge Park. New over the last two years. I like them. But I'm in between. Rouge Park and Heinz Drives. Hines Drive is clean and beautiful. I can ride Rouge Park and the bicycle lanes has glass. You can't see it if you drive. You have to get on the, the actual lanes with your bicycle and drive through there. I've gotten four flats oh. since April. Once in a thunderstorm. Not good. So think of how somebody just cleaned the bicycle lane somehow. Sweep them maybe once a week, every two weeks or whatever. be greatly appreciated. I can go to High and Drive and have no problem. That, that's why I love this show, because of all of the complaints I've had, heard before at the sidewalks and the bike, the bike lanes at Rouge Park I hadn't heard, but we'll get at it.
0: That's a new one, huh?
2: Yeah, that's a new I mean, one. I, I like them, but, you know, like I said, I can choice choose to ride Hines Drive, which is spotless.
0: What I don't like, get is people, what 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 are they doing on Heinz Drive that they're not doing on the other one?
1: Washing away.
0: Well, <laughs> yeah. People just sit in their cars and they'll throw glass, you know, throw a bottle out of the Brakes. car. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I, I had thought about something. that, but if you really want to encourage bike travel, you do have to keep yeah. bike lanes free of things that can destroy tires. Right? That's kind of the, the, the equivalent of, of, of s- snow plowing a, you know, a road for a car so we can get down there. But you have glass or debris or whatever gets on it, you, know, you get a flat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's going to greatly discourage bike travel.
2: Are there a lot more bike uh, lanes in the city now, man? Oh,
0: yeah.
2: Are they like yeah. adding them? Yeah, so it's going to be an interesting conversation because we've got teams out to get the grass cut, get the trash up. Uh, but I've actually never asked about uh, uh, sweeping the bike lanes for glass in the park, so I'm going to ask about this after this
0: conversation. Who would that actually like? What department would handle that?
2: Um, Br- Brad Dick of the General Services Department, and, and if Brad were on here, he would know the answer. But I'll, I'll find it.
0: Oh, you can find him in the commercial break. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have an answer. I'll have an answer before five thirty. That's
1: great, man. So are there are a lot yeah. more. I don't know if you heard what I was asking. Are there are a lot more bike lanes in Detroit now.
2: Yeah, uh, there are more. Uh, the neighbors, we put them in when the neighbors vote for them. Uh, and we're not having issues on the main streets. Uh, uh, so when we when we uh, sweep uh, McNichols, for example, or Livernoy, we get the bike lanes. Uh, the question that he's asking is about the park. And I actually don't know the answer to that, so I'm going to find out.
0: All right. 877-44-MITCH, our phone numbers to talk to. Mayor Duggan, uh, get back to the phone call in a second. I want to remind people that Eat Detroit is a week from tonight, and I believe Mayor Duggan will be there amongst amongst the eaters, amongst the 1,000 eaters. (laughs) You invited me. Well, yeah, we invited you every year, but uh, you (laughs) you didn't always show. This year I'm coming. They invited me. Okay, that's all it takes. (laughs) Were you at the first? Invite invite
2: me for – Invite me for a meal, there's a high chance I accept. <laughs> okay. Mayor, well, was their year you, one. Yep. I think
0: you did the first he one, the with first one. Us, right? You was the very first, first one, one. Yeah. which was 2019. So we've got 25 restaurants this year uh, all over. Rosie, where are the three areas? We've got Corktown, we've got downtown, downtown, midtown. And midtown. Yep. We've got buses all organized and full maps uh, for everybody. So all they got to do is, you know, just, just, just follow the and now we have bike lanes mitch (laughs) and now we got clean bike lanes so they can they can write they can work off some of the calories and uh you can go to any of these 25 restaurants and eat to your heart's content uh and try their three different dishes that they serve up or the signature drink um, and then move on to the next restaurant and try to get to all 25 is there a particular restaurant that you have been meaning to get to that might be on our list. And you'll say, well, Mitch, what's on the list? And I'll say, (laughs) well, Mayor, it's funny that you ask. The Statler, Savannah Blue, Pow Detroit, Mercury Burger Bar, Mad Nice, Bar Pigalle, uh, Bao Bob Fair, Vicente's, The Whitney, Tekoi, Super Guile, Slow's Barbecue, She-Wolf, Second Best, San Morello at the Shanola Hotel, Park, Moots Pizzeria, Lumen Detroit, Leela, La Lanterna, La Faria, Jolly Pumpkin, Ima, Izakawa, Cork and & Gable, and the Detroit Water Ice Factory. Any of those <laughs> that you were... Yeah, I think were... the only... You know, that's, that's funny. The only two I think I haven't been to are Mad Nice and the
2: Statler. So I'm going to check those out. Well, those are
1: two new additions to our lineup this year, Mr. Mayor, and we're
0: starting at Mad
1: Nice with you. So this
0: is good. Yeah, and I hear you can't get a reservation at Night, so I'm glad I'm coming to your thing. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. That, really, that's the way a lot of people get into these restaurants because a lot of these yeah. places are a couple weeks out, you know, at least to try to get a reservation. This way, you can go check them out, yeah. try the food, and then if you really want to wait the the three weeks to get a reservation, at least you know that it's worth yeah.
1: it. And, Mr. May, if you call me offline, I'll see what I can do for you. <laughs> you
0: yeah. know All right. You, you know somebody, huh? Yeah. Slip him, right. a, slip him a five. Yeah, Pepe, get him a good he seat. He can put you yeah. to the yeah. front of the <laughs> yeah, line. Yeah, Pepe. It's going to be 100% of the money that we raise goes to help the needy <laughs> and through the charities of, say, Detroit. And, and we raised well over six figures the first time yep. we did it. Uh, and we're hoping to do the same thing for this one. 877 44 Mitch. Talk to Mayor Duggan. Who do we have up? Roanne? Roy, sorry. Roy. Okay. Roy, hi. You're on the Mitch Album program.
1: Hi, Mitch. And hello, Mayor. Uh, I'd like to ask oh, if uh, the traffic signals along East Jefferson are controlled by the city or the county, and if so, what can be done about reducing the amount of traffic signals? Because most of them are blinking at uh,
2: streets that don't
1: uh, intersect uh, through the T-bone, and there's just too many of them.
2: Uh, and so where are you coming from?
1: East side, Grosse Point.
2: So you come into Gross Point in the morning to go to work?
1: Yeah, uh, travel uh, right down to Jefferson, downtown. Maybe I head out the freeway, maybe the airport, whatever. And uh, and, and on the way back as well, it's just, uh, I mean, I made a list of the ones that I would take out because I think that they should be blinkers or eliminated. So this,
2: this, is, this is an interesting cultural conversation. I, I live off a, of Jefferson where, where the Mnookian is. And so, but think about what you're saying. To turn out of one of those neighborhoods anywhere along there, to get onto Jefferson at seven lanes, is not an easy turn. Uh, and so the street lights break up the traffic, so that the people who live in the city, 24 hours a day, can make the turn. Uh, but you're saying you're coming in from Gross Point and going home at night, and we ought to take out lights so the residents can use all day so that you can get downtown 60 seconds faster. Can you see how that might sound?
1: I would never uh, put that kind of twist on it. It's really a matter of uh, looking at reducing the frustration of sitting at a light where nobody is crossing, no cross traffic at all. And this happens constantly. So uh, I don't see it as a uh, cultural issue, uh, more as a reduce the traffic uh, congestion and the frustration of having to stop at a light where there is no traffic. And this, is, this isn't just me. I mean, a lot of people I talk to feel the same way. Well, would,
0: a a blink, would a blinking who, who light be a compromise, Mayor? No, no,
2: no it wouldn't. So here's what, here's what happens. and This is
0: really an important
2: conversation and why I think we have issues understanding each other. Uh, even if you happen to be at a light where no traffic comes out, which occasionally will happen, you are creating gaps for eight or 10 other side streets of neighborhoods, whether it's Indian Village, West Village, uh, any of those neighborhoods along there, you're creating gaps in traffic that allow people to pull out safely onto a seven-lane road where they otherwise wouldn't have. So it's designed to create gaps for the safety of the people uh, who, who are living in the city and who get in and out all the time. And this is one where I just flat out disagree with you. The idea that somebody from Gross Point should be able to get down a minute or two faster, and we reduce the safety gap for people pulling in and out of the neighborhoods for seven or eight miles is just not right. Uh, this is, but this is the kind of conversation that people in Detroit would find troubling. Well.
0: It is an interesting point of view, and anyone who has sat at a at a at a intersection trying to turn onto a seven-lane road and not being able to find an opening to get in as the cars keep zooming, zooming, zooming by, will certainly understand the, the the tact that that Mayor Duggan is just suggesting. And probably people who sit at lights and go, "There's no traffic. Why on earth am I sitting here?" will will we'll be on the side of the caller. Appreciate the, uh, the spirited call. We'll take a brief break and come back with more with Mayor Duggan. Here on 760 WJR. Mayor Mike Duggan is with us for just a couple more minutes. Anything you want to ask, you can call at 877-44-MITCH and talk to the mayor of our fine city. Here is Chuck on the Mitch Album program. Go ahead.
1: Hey, good afternoon, everyone. Uh, Mr. Mayor, um, I recently attended uh, my daughter's commencement ceremony, U of D Mercy um, nursing program. And within a couple blocks, even though there's some stately homes around there, a few blocks off the university is just block after block of burned out abandoned buildings. Is there any works in the plan to
2: maybe raise those houses and maybe put up some affordable student housing? Uh, Well, there's probably been no area of that city uh, where more vacant houses have been uh, renovated and had uh, families move in. So, Uh, We started off with uh, 40,000 abandoned houses. We're now down to 6,000. And so there are some in that area, but block after block, what street were you on? I really didn't pay attention to what block I was on. I just wanted to get the hell out of there. Yeah, I don't... It's pretty obvious. Uh, I guess it depended on which way you were going. Uh, Maybe... uh, if you went south and east a little bit, right. you would have run into some of that. But uh, we've got another five or 6,000 to, uh, to go. But we've had now 15,000 people buy abandoned houses of the city fix them up and move in. Uh, we've knocked down another 25,000. Uh, and uh, we'll have all of the city-owned abandoned houses gone by the end of next year.
1: I wonder what street. I used to live over there. I'm trying to figure out what streets he's talking about. No, it's not maybe the ones going maybe to board. him
0: one block felt like three or yeah. two blocks felt like nine. Uh, 877-44-Mitch. Hi, John. You're on the Mitch Album program with Mayor Duggan. Hi, Mayor. Um, they've got a spot
2: on Montrose Street that the gas company came through. They were putting the meters on the outside of the house. And they dug up a hole, maybe 10 by 20. They came back. They put the cement in, and they left about two inches for the asphalt. That was about two or three years ago. I've tried calling the gas company, the city, and everybody points to finger to somebody else. Uh, so if you give us the address, I'll check uh, offline. But you're saying you're saying DTE did it? Contractors. I'm not sure exactly who, but okay. Uh, yeah, uh, they, so, they dug up a hole. So- so, so get us the address, and if it was DTE, they've been responsive, and it was, if it was a city crew, uh, we'll come out and fix it. But if, if you give us the address offline, uh, we will get somebody out and figure out who did it and take care of it.
0: 877-44-Mitch, I wanted to ask you a question about um, the pride flag. We're still in Pride Month. Hamtramck had a bit of a controversy when they voted not to display the pride flag on any city property and you came out and made a statement uh... the city of detroit proudly raises our pride flag at the start of every pride month and allows it to fly throughout the year to show our unwavering support for the lgbtq plus community and the diversity within it's the role of city officials to ensure everyone feels welcome in their community and everyone is welcome here in detroit what do you see differently as the mayor of Detroit than apparently the people of Hamtramck do?
2: Well, when I campaigned for mayor in
0: 2013 uh, and nobody
2: thought I had a chance uh, in an 83% African-American city, uh, I finished every single evening uh, by saying to folks, if you voted for me, it wouldn't matter if you're black or brown or white or uh, Muslim or Christian or Jewish, whether you were gay or straight or uh, a re- uh, native of Detroit or an immigrant from another country. And in 2013, there were a number of Baptist ministers that would not support me because I supported uh, gay marriage. That was just 10 years ago. It's amazing how far uh, we've come as a country. But it, my view of the city of Detroit is uh, that we need to be explicit uh, to groups who might feel uh, not welcome, who might feel marginalized, to say everybody in this city Going to be valued. We had a phenomenal three-day uh, pride event down here uh, in Hart Plaza in downtown with no incident, whatever, and uh, a parade at the end of it. Uh, and that's who we are as a city. Well, I uh, think and, I don't
0: think anybody would argue with that statement. At least anybody reasonable. Um, but the issue of, of flying flags on city property can be viewed as something separate from having an inclusive mentality about how to live your life. It's what belongs on city property and what doesn't. The the people who argued this in Hamtramck were saying that no religious flags um, or ethnic flags or things like that should be flown on city property. So does the city of Detroit, for example, fly a flag of every every, representative of every community that's within it? Do they ever fly a Muslim flag of some kind or Jewish flags or other things like that?
2: We do a number of things. Of course, my wife is Muslim. We celebrate uh, uh, with a, a major iftar dinner at the Manooghi Inn every year, uh, in which uh, invite uh, Muslim families. If you come down here at the start of Hanukkah, uh, we light the giant menorah in uh, Campus Marshes. I go up on the the lift and uh, and help light uh, the camera we uh, the candle. Uh, so we go out of our way to celebrate uh, everybody. And, uh, and so I, I'm not into the, the Hampshire conversation. They need to have their own conversation. But uh, we know what we stand for is the city. Uh, and uh, we celebrate uh, uh, all of our community. And that's what I was saying. And I don't, I don't apologize for that.
0: Eight seven seven forty four 44 mitch if we can squeeze in one more call in a minute here, we can do it. Desiree, hi. If you could go quickly, please.
1: Hi. I'm calling to see
2: if I can get assistance with the Pennsylvania Spring Water and Northeast Raw Water Tunnel Project that's across from my house on the island. Unfortunately, due to the project, the grass on the island has not been cut in several years, meaning debris, mattresses, and trash have now piled up against that project on East what, Outer what, Drive. What island? what island are we talking about on east outer drive oh yeah right um so if you take a note we'll call the county executive but that stretch of outer drive and that island uh is maintained uh, by the county uh but we'll be glad to call them and uh and let them know
0: all right let's make a note of that off uh off Mike, and we'll get that done mayor as always appreciate your coming on uh, especially uh, coming in a little bit early and uh, have to get used to it because uh, it didn't seem to affect phone calls at all, but uh, we'll, uh, we always welcome you here, and we're glad you're able to speak to the people through our program once a month. Thanks for coming on. We'll see you next week at Eat Detroit. I'll see you
2: next week.